Will you pray with me? Oh God, hide my life in the depths of your love and cover me with your hand. Open, give me the voice, give us the ears to hear the good news. Thank you, God. Speak, O oh Lord, your servants are listening. In your name we pray. Amen. So in September, we start a new series about boundaries. Boundaries, right? Now, the book, Boundaries, is actually written by one of the authors, is a Mississippi author. In fact, uh, I think Dr. Henry Cloud is from here in Mississippi and Dr. John Townsend. But it's, uh, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, if, if you have a Kindle, if you want to order a book, uh, we'll be going through a lot of these precepts over the next four Sundays. And boy, do I need it. Does anybody struggle sometimes with boundaries? Do y'all struggle with that? Oh, my goodness. I, my sister Caddy uh, responded on Facebook, and uh, she said, boy, do I need to hear this sermon. And I told her, I said, I... I know I'm a yesaholic. I'm a recovering yesaholic, right? We get so overcommitted. There are, there are lots of underlying reasons why sometimes, like if you've ever said yes to somebody, but your whole soul was screaming no, but you said yes anyway, maybe you overcommitted. Or maybe, or maybe you didn't say no because you felt guilty, because you, th- you think maybe, you know, I would be less of a Christian if I didn't do this. Um, well, fortunately, scriptures have a lot to say about healthy boundaries that might, in fact, help us all to uh, know when to say no so that our yeses can be bigger. Does that make sense? That our yeses can be better and, and we're not just simply committing to everything out of fear of rejection. So that's what we're going to be talking about these next few weeks, these boundaries. Um, both the beauty of recognizing spiritual boundaries in our lives and the danger of not knowing where our boundaries are. Pretty much all of us, I think, have learned the hard way and we've stepped into it uh, when we haven't recognized our God-given boundaries. Think about the very first problem in the very first problem in Genesis was about a boundary that was crossed, right? God said, Adam, Eve, have at it. Have a great, all this great stuff. If you just won't mess with that tree right in the middle and don't eat the fruit. And they just could not, you know, accept that. And, and the world's been spinning ever since, right? Um, perhaps, perhaps you may have tried to help somebody. When you realize with hindsight 2020 that it might have been better not to have gotten involved. Sometimes maybe you allowed somebody, or I have, to allow somebody to violate your own boundaries because you did it out of being nice, out of fear. That ever happened to you? Or we're taking too much responsibility for somebody else's life. Or maybe we have a rescuer's complex. Or maybe we're just trying to avoid conflict. Well... There's nothing worse, right, than taking on problems that God didn't intend for you and I to have. But sometimes that's what happens when we walk over those boundaries. So I hope you'll find some power these next few weeks in uh, some of these concepts. Because truly, it's not a mystery if you, 
you study scripture, it really can help guide you and me, us, about what we should jump into and maybe what we should say no to. Because it really comes down to this. When you discover clear boundaries in your life, you're going to have more energy to say yes to the things God meant you to say yes to. You're going to find more freedom to serve as Christ serves because you've been able to clean up your own spiritual boundaries. Now, we all know about boundaries in the physical world, right? The backyard of the parsonage has a definite boundary. There's a wooden fence across two-thirds of the backyard of the parsonage, right? And then there's a chain-link fence around about one-third of it. So, you know, as they say, fences make good neighbors, right? I'm taking care of everything up to that point, but I don't have to worry about what's beyond that fence. Now, it's nice to have those clear boundaries, but what if I owned a property, a piece of property, and asked you to guard it or to take care of it, but I didn't give you the boundary lines? It'd be almost impossible, right? You would either not be protecting enough of it, Or you'd get arrested for trespassing going on somebody else's property, right? So it's important to know where those boundaries are. Boundaries tell us what we're responsible for and what we're not responsible for. Now, there are boundaries in the spiritual world that are every bit as important as your wooden fence in your yard. Maybe even more so. There might be more at stake in the spiritual boundaries that we probably should be putting up. Fortunately for us, there's deep wisdom in our scripture that says a lot about it. Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of your life. Guard the boundaries of your heart, right? If you guard your heart, you've got to know where the boundaries are. Where, where does me stop? Where, where do you start? Now, in Galatians, what Alex read to us, there's early in Galatians 6, it says, you know, we are to share in one another's burdens. And when we do that, we are fulfilling the law of Christ. Isn't that beautiful? And it's really at the heart and the core of it, right? So, burdens in the Greek, that word burdens means excessive weight, like a boulder. It's something that I can't carry on my own. But then Alex went and read a few, a few uh, verses later, and it talked about that each one should carry his or her own what? Own load, right? Now, the Greek word for that word is a military term. It's kind of like if you were in boot camp, you put your own backpack on. You're not going to wear somebody else's backpack. You got your own rifle. Each one carries his own load, or cargo, right? And so the wisdom is learning what is, what is an excessive burden on someone and what is, what is what they can and should be doing, right? So, so important. Um, and here's the problem. If we're not paying attention, sometimes we mistake boulders for knapsacks. In other words... Um, somebody needs some help, but they're really like should be carrying their own load, and we 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 start to overhelp. You ever start to overhelp, over get get involved? That's crossing a boundary. Sometimes we mistake knapsacks for boulders, 
and we're not paying enough attention to people, and it doesn't look like they're struggling, but they really are. Most of the time, or many of the times, when we're dealing with this, the wisdom, a lot of it's like five years later, we might look back and go, yeah, I should have done this or shouldn't have done that. But you know, sometimes, though, when we're really paying attention, we can figure it out. We can figure it out. Now, here's what's in your knapsack that I cannot carry for you. You want to know what that is, your backpack? Feelings. Your own feelings. you got to own them, right? They're yours. I can't feel for you. You can't feel for me. In my backpack is a, attitudes and beliefs. i got to take responsibility for that. I've got to carry those things. My behaviors, that's in my backpack. That's in my cargo. My choices and the consequences of those choices... That's in my backpack. My values, limits, talents, thoughts, and desires. Ultimately, my desire to love, that's in my backpack. That's my responsibility. Now, there's also some tools in this little kit that we've got, right? These little tools that will help us actually draw our boundaries. And it's very, very important um, and this is where you can find a lot of help in Scripture. First of all, you got the tool of your words, right? You remember what Jesus said, let your yes be yes and let your no be no, right? When I was in high school, and maybe still, I was overcommitted. I was, I was, I was on the uh, play golf. I said yes to be on the football team. You know, I, I was in the performing arts. I did way too much. And like my granddad was, looked at me and he just shook his head. And, and Big Daddy would say, Bruce, one of these days you need to learn the 14th and the 15th words of the alphabet. What are they, Big Daddy? That's N and O. Right? Say no. So let your words, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And I know some people are really good at that. Some people say no right off the bat. So if they change their mind, it's a lot easier to change a no into a yes than it is to a yes into a no. Have you ever done that? It's hard to get out of that yes, but you can change your mind on that no words. Second thing the Bible says is you can define uh, the truth. You can use the truth as your boundaries, right? Define yourself to what you know is true and pay attention to what that is, that intuition. And you can draw those boundaries. Another, another tool you can use is geographical distance. Sometimes it is good to walk away. And it's all right to walk away. It's all right. Proverbs 22.3 says, Fools rush into danger, but wise people will make some space. Will go and hide, as the choir is saying, hide me in your love, right? Another boundary tool is emotional distance. I don't have to be transparent and share with everybody all my inner confidence, right? Be careful with that. The other boundary I have a lot is just other people. People that tell me, hey, Bruce, you're overcommitting, or this is not right. You might want to think about that again. And hopefully here in this church, you've got somebody that can tell you the truth. And when I'm talking about Boundaries. I'm not talking about walls. This is very important. All of our boundaries should be permeable. So think about fences with gates. And knowing that you can let things out of your boundaries. It can swing outward. 
And sometimes that gate should swing inward and you should let some things in, right? 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, He who is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and free us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let it out. Think about what we do when we break bread together. Leave it at the cross. Let it out of the gate. If it's anger, if it's resentment, here is your chance to let it out of your gate. Therefore, James 5.16 says, another let the swing out. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Or the gate might need to swing in inward. Might need to swing inward. Revelation 3.20 says, Listen, says Jesus, I am standing at the door knocking. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come and eat with you and you with me. Let it in. Let goodness in. But to all who received him, it says in John 1.12, who believed in his name, he gave the power to become children of God. The gate swings inward, Right? Sometimes the gate swings inward because of other people. Sometimes you, have to you, you get an opportunity to receive from other people. And that's so hard. That's so hard. When you're trying to hold up an excessive burden, it's hard to receive help, but it's, it, we're called to do it. We've spoken to you frankly, frankly to you, Corinthians. Our heart is wide open to you. There is no restriction in your affections. Uh, but only in yours, our, our affections, but only in yours. In return, I speak to you as children. to Open wide your hearts also. So, as we prepare to break bread at the table, how are your boundaries? Like, how are your spiritual boundaries? Are there some things, maybe, that you mistook for it was cargo, and you thought it was a, it was a burden of somebody else's. Maybe, maybe you're trying to help somebody and, and really weren't helping a whole lot. Or, or maybe you didn't recognize that somebody was carrying a burden and you thought it was a knapsack. And I don't know, I don't know how your boundaries are, but my prayer for you is that your gates work. But you know where me ends, you and where the other person begins. Because there is only one Savior in this world and He's already died for us. And He already rose again. We don't need any more martyrs. We just need people who aren't afraid to love. You see, we're responsible to each other, but not all the time for each other. That kind of burden is something only God can carry, but God will carry. So take your burden to the cross and may God help us to know where those spiritual boundaries are. We'll say more about that next Sunday. Um, and again, I encourage you to get the book. I think this will help. This is not about self-help so much as it is about discipleship. Because if you can find those spiritual boundaries, you can better serve other people like Christ is calling us to serve. Let us now get ready for communion. I invite you to turn to page 12.